You're listening to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast, where you'll learn how you can use direct-to-fan marketing strategies to grow your fan base and generate income from your music with no record label, radio, airplay, touring, or press. And I'm your host, John Ojaka. All right, John Ojaka here, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about building profitable funnels for your music, but we're also going to be talking about something that I'm personally very excited to share with you, and that is the release of my brand new platform called TunePipe. Now, why this is relevant to today's conversation is because TunePipe is, at its core, a funnel builder. Now, this is a platform that I've been working on for a very long time, trying to bring it to market. It's finally here. Uh, I, I cannot, I, I could not be more proud of, of TunePipe. I believe that it is going to have an enormous impact on, uh, on many music careers. Um, as I say, at its at its core, it is a funnel builder for musicians, but it's also a website builder, an e-commerce uh, store builder. It's an email marketing solution. It's a membership site creator. It comes with an enormous array of powerful features such as one-click upsells and downsells, uh, split testing. It's got built-in split testing. You can create bump offers on your uh, checkout forms. It's got truly everything that you need to market your music under one roof. And, uh, and uh, countless reports have already come in from users who have claimed to see dramatic increases in the amount of revenue that they're earning, sometimes two, three hundred percent, and as well as dramatic savings, because typically musicians who want to engage in this kind of advanced marketing need to cobble together a ton of different, often very expensive tools uh, that really weren't designed for musicians at all to attempt to do the the very things that are just built into this one tool that is uh that works incredibly incredibly well it's fast it's elegant it's powerful um and it's just it doesn't require any technical skill or coding or any of that stuff you can be up and running in no time but we're going to get to that uh, again we're going to be talking a bit about just funnels in general and the importance of funnels why you need funnels to market your music uh, and then as i say we're going to be talking about TunePipe and how it can help you do exactly that all right so we're going to take a a brief break. I'm going to collect my notes. And when we return, we're going to talk about building profitable funnels for your music and how you can do that using TunePipe. All right, back in a sec. You're listening to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. All right, so we are back. So let's talk about funnels. Um, to do this, I thought I thought this would be a fun way of going about this. So, you know, on the show, we have people on as guests all the time that talk about products and services and strategies that can benefit uh, independent musicians. And this is an odd one where I am the host and I'm also the guy with this new platform called TunePipe uh, that... I want to share with you guys. And I thought, I don't want to just sit here and sound like an infomercial in my own head talking about, you know, this product and how you should check it out. And I thought 
what would be really cool is to have another musician on the show to kind of ask the questions uh, that all of uh, you guys might have and to just give that natural perspective. Uh, perspective and make this a more organic kind of experience and conversation about TunePipe and how it can help you build profitable funnels to market your music. So we've asked uh, a, a MMM favorite, Josh Solomon from the Empty Pockets, to sit on, uh, sit in on this show. Josh is here with us. Josh, how you doing? John, I'm excited to be here, man. Tunepipe is finally real. It is. It is. So, Josh, if you don't know him, if you're a new listener to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast, uh, he is far and away sort of the most, uh, you know, he's the shining example of of MMM students. He uh, got involved a a lot of years ago now about an earlier version of one of the courses. The principles clicked. He ran with it. And uh, many years later, he's, you know... the, the student has become the master. He he's 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 generated. Uh, I don't I don't know what you want to talk about, but many hundreds of thousands of dollars. He uh, passed a half a million dollars in during the pandemic. Did of, you really generated money? But we spent a lot of that money sure, as sure. well sure. as we go. You know, dude, this is very full circle because I bought Music Marketing Manifesto. I believe it was two I believe I bought it for $99. Yeah, it could, and could have been. I loved all of it except for one aspect. Uh-huh. I hated WordPress. Sure. I, I, I couldn't, it made my head ache. Mm-hmm. And so I left WordPress pretty early and, and found myself like adapting your strategies and philosophies to many other platforms. Sure. So uh, now I have too many. And I can't wait to learn more about TunePipe because I'm definitely a potential slash very likely customer. And if I could get rid of some of my stuff, I think I could actually save a lot of money, too. So we'll see. Uh, absolutely. And and I, I wanted to add that that's another reason I wanted to have Josh on this show, because he's not just a guy who might have some questions. He's a very experienced marketer at this stage who, frankly, builds a heck of a lot more funnels than I do. He's a split testing machine. He's out there trying so many things. You once said you split tested something like a headline once. Was it was it more than a thousand times or something? Yeah, like over over time, I was a little bit maybe got a little too into testing. I <laughs> maybe tried to back out and become more holistic. Maybe it comes with getting older. My big focus, I feel like, is building the customer relationship. I still definitely believe in testing, but you know, different tools make it um, make it easier and harder to do. Sure. So I've I've gone in and out of testing phases when all that testing is possible and helpful. You know what I mean? Right, right. And that's 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 one feature you and I've talked about off there about TunePipe that so we, we want to get into lots yeah, of stuff. Yeah, but- yeah. Let's let's save let's save the features. Let's talk about that a, a little bit. Later. I want to give everyone an overview. You know, remember a lot of people listening have no idea what we're even talking about yet. Some don't even really know what a funnel is. So I want to give everyone a little bit of a, a primer and just talk about funnels in general and have you here as a, a sounding board. Again, Josh is awesome. a guy who he, he didn't just buy the course and follow the steps and build the funnel exactly like uh, I, I sort of instruct in my course. He, he probably did initially, but he's gone gone on to develop many funnel strategies of his own and really you know I'm sure I'm sure you've you've attempted 
dozens and dozens of different sort of funnel strategies. So he's a guy who knows his stuff when it comes to funnels. So he's the and yet is unfamiliar with Toonpipe. I think I'm I, I think from our conversations, you said other than watching the video that's there on the homepage, you really and maybe reading the FAQ, you you've had no experience. You've never even logged in yet to Toonpipe to see what it's all about. So, that's where I'm. That's where I'm at. With so Toonpipe. great, great. So I want to I want to talk a little bit about funnels just to give everyone uh, a primer here. If you're I, th- I think a lot of my listeners are familiar with funnel. Certainly my my customers are people who've gone through my training. Um, but a lot of people, you know, just listen to the podcast and haven't taken any of my programs. I think a lot of people have heard the term funnel, have a general understanding, but are kind of reducing it to just a website in their minds. So I want to clear all of that up. So a, a funnel is At its core, it is a collection of web pages and usually emails that work together to solicit a a specific uh, response or experience. That's usually to buy something, but it doesn't need to be. You can create a funnel to get people to stream your music or to watch a video or to leave a comment or to enter a contest. Anything that you want to get your fans to do, and let's face it, we want to get them to spend money with us or or stream our music uh, or engage with our videos and other content, whatever you want them to do, we don't just will that into existence. We don't just sit there and, and hope and pray that, you know, people will do what we want them to do and buy our music. We, we send out, we create an experience. And for most people, that's just sending out an email that says something like, you know, some fancy way of wording, buy my album now. And that usually doesn't work because that's not... Uh, uh, it's not very compelling. It's about you. It's not about the customer. Yeah, absolutely. And I even would say, John, a funnel is so different than a website. I feel like a website is more like a complex business card. Sure. You know, that's out there. Yes. And a funnel exactly has a specific action that we're trying to not only we're trying to get people to do, but we're going to measure how much it costs for them to take that action and how effective and efficient we are at getting them to take it. Absolutely. I liken it to, or I use this analogy all the time, where if you imagine, let's say, a retail shop and a busy street with lots of foot traffic and maybe, I don't know, you sell jewelry or something. Now, imagine uh, this shop uh, with the shelves lined with jewelry and you're just sitting there behind the desk waiting for people to come up to you and say they'd like to give you some money to to take home some jewelry. Uh, That'll work. You'll sell some jewelry. But uh, now imagine everything being equal. But now you've also got a salesperson at the door greeting people as they walk in, asking them what they're looking for, telling, uh, walking them over to an example of what they're looking for, describing the many benefits of that product, how it's going to look beautiful on their arm or whatever it is that they're buying and telling them that if they buy it today, they can give them a special 10 percent discount. Uh, But again, it's only good for this day um, and to let them know if there's anything else they can help with you know if you imagine scenario two with all of those uh those com- uh those what what's the word i'm looking for here um, those extras i i well you it, know, and it, and it, it's the impetus it's the, you know all of those pro- those provoking sort of actions to get a person to that next psychological state to to fan the flames of interest in that product of course you're going to sell infinitely more in that second jewelry shop with the salesperson and i can hear the couple of cynics out there going i hate salespeople. i'd buy more in the first one Sure, I'm sure one or two of you would, but I can tell you uh, with more than a decade of experience as a marketing expert, many, many, many more people are going to buy in that second store. And that's that's what a funnel can do for you. It, it creates this sort of digital salesperson that is out there walking each prospect 
towards your goals because a sales funnel or a funnel recognizes that a person needs to go through various psychological steps or stages before they're typically going to feel uh, comfortable buying. This concept, and I've talked about this before, it goes way back to the late 1800s when uh, an advertising pioneer by the name of uh, e. St. Elmo Lewis developed the first, he was the first person to sort of codify this concept of a funnel. He called it the IDA funnel, and and that stands, or that's A-I-D-A, and it stands for Awareness, Interest, Desire, and Action. And he, We're still he, using it. We're still using it, and, and in almost every funnel, no matter what we call it or no matter what its objective is, it's still those, those key principles that are at work there. Um, that's written in my office, at my studio, in a tri- in an inverse triangle. That exact that's thing fantastic. is written down. And dude, the way you describe the jewelry shop, like funnels in our industry used to be there. Like I was born in 85, mm-hmm. so I saw a little bit of it. But mm-hmm. like when you walked through a Tower Records, and the one in Chicago where I live, you could put the headphones on at yeah, the one station. Yeah. Really amazing, you know, photo of a new band in another station. Hip as hell, cool record workers telling mm-hmm. you, like the whole thing was badass funnel yeah. for our industry. That's, that's a good just, point. It's the opposite of iTunes. You end up on the iTunes homepage. Nobody's there to help you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Or Spotify or whatever. So I, I, I picture it like our, our individual tower records. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think what's important there is that, yes, all of those things you mentioned, they're, cre- they're, walk- they're creating that interest. They're creating that desire, you know. Mm. Um, and and I, I think with, with music, you know, awareness is just simply getting that ad in front of people, uh, establishing your name, your brand, uh, what it is that you do. Interest is giving them some music, uh, uh, maybe some, um, sending them some links to blog posts or music videos, just things that are other going to, people's response uh, to yes, your music. Absolutely, your peers hearing what they thought of it. There's a lot, yeah. Absolutely, and then desire is where we come in with some proven selling tactics like scarcity, time sensitivity, uh, even to an extent social proof, uh, and we try to get people off the fence. We really need to give people a reason to buy now, otherwise they'll they'll put it off, and that's where we we create that desire, and then we just put the offer in front of them and it sells itself that's 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 a funnel in a nutshell and while we we have different strategies to accomplish different results whether that's again selling an album selling a membership selling tickets uh getting people to stream our music you know we have different objectives so so we have different um, types of funnels but they all go back to that Ida funnel, in my opinion, because we need to have those different psychological states. So that's the important thing to recognize. A website doesn't do anything. A funnel only exists to do something. Um, and and the problem historically, at least, and you, you touched on this earlier, but the problem historically for me as someone who teaches this stuff, to my knowledge, I'm, I'm the first or at least one of the first people in the world to teach funnel building to musicians. I've been doing it professionally since 2009. I've been doing it since 2007, which is like a million years ago in Internet years when <laughs> nobody else was doing this. MySpace was around. I had a MySpace page in 2007. <laughs> I, I, yeah, man, MySpace is actually what led me to this. It was me tinkering around <laughs> with bots on MySpace 
where I started I started seeing all these other people that weren't selling music and I kind of went what's what's this whole internet marketing thing we're talking like 2005 at this point and uh, that was what lit this curi- the, the, you know made that light bulb go off of curiosity about how internet marketing worked and what it was all about and that's actually what what started my journey but uh, but but back, getting back on track I've been teaching this for a long time and the strategies work and they work over and over and over and over again. But uh, the technical side of it is a little bit uh, challenging for a, lo- for a lot of work. people. There's it's, no way it's around work. it. It's work. Hey. And, and it's, it's going to be work no matter what. It's like, how do we make that efficient? How do we make that the least amount of work? Sure. Well, I believe that I've removed... It, I've cut it. I've cut it down to ten percent of what it used to be. It used to be that people could take weeks, even months, to get all of these things together if they had no technical experience. It was hard, hard enough to wrap their mind around the principles of of funnel building and then advertising and then copywriting. But on top of that, they needed to learn, you know, WordPress and HTML and then string together a ton of plugins to do different things and. So a lot of years ago, actually, I'm embarrassed to say how many years I've been working on trying to get TunePipe off the ground. I, I had this idea before the click funnels of the world and all of this, uh, these tools were out there that what if I could just create a push button solution to, to remove all of the headaches? And I tried. I brought in developers, tried to build it. Didn't It was too hard. They, they, I, they either quit or I fired them. Um, and I'd bring in, uh, scrap the whole thing, start over again. I, I scrapped the whole thing and started over again several times until I finally just kind of gave up on it. And then uh, about, I don't know, earlier, early 2021, I decided I was going to give it one more go and finally figured out a way to bring it to marketplace. And it's here. And man, it's awesome. And TunePipe is now live to the public. Uh, you can wow. sign up and try it for free by going to TunePipe.com. You get 14 day free trial there. Um, it's everything that I want it to be. And and I don't know. I, I'm not. I don't want to. I, I feel like you can hear this uh, like excitement in my voice, and it sounds like hype, and it's not. Like I've personally moved all of my stuff over to Toonpipe. I just love it, and I can't touch WordPress anymore. It feels like I'm working with a hand tied behind my back. It's awful by comparison. No offense to WordPress. It's a it's a it's a fine platform, but man, to do what we need to do. Uh, Toonpipe is awesome, and I'm I'm really really excited to share it with people. So, so. Th- it's live and and I want to first explain I think the way we'll do this I'll explain in relatively concise terms what TunePipe is and then when I'm done with that Josh if you wouldn't mind just kind of coming at me with questions that will help make it clearer to people you know what what it actually does that um, sounds good so okay so at its core at its heart TunePipe is a funnel builder it allows you to create funnels uh, with more or less the push of a button to market your music um, you'd come in you'd click create funnel you'd select a funnel strategy so we've got multiple funnel strategies always adding more by the way and then let's say you wanted to create a uh, a free for shipping and handling funnel you click free, baby. free for shipping and ha- very much influenced by by you Josh um, <laughs> I actually had to reference our old our old lesson on in the insider circle on uh, free for shipping nice. and handling funnels uh, when, when I started putting templates together for it um, 
But let's say that's the strategy you've decided. I want to I want to take a crack at free for shipping and handling, offering an album where people you cover the cost, but people pay you uh, for the, the shipping and handling uh, and you get you acquire yourself these high value leads as a result that you can hopefully profit from with your next offer. Um, so let's say you want to apply that strategy, you select that that. Uh, that category and then you go through the uh, templates find one that you like you select template and and publish and boom you've got yourself a funnel now you still need to add your products you still need to click on each page and just add your own image and you know your artist name and um, and a few things like that in most places there's um, some sort of placeholder text that's there where all you need to do if you want is sub out your artist name Um, it's it's really uh, intuitive uses a fantastic easy and elegant uh, drag and drop builder so no code you don't need to know anything about all of this stuff um, and you you build out your funnel and then you know the funnel just sits there if you don't use email or some other traffic source to drive people through the funnel but then Toonpipe's also a, an email marketing tool uh, I'm kind of even already getting ahead of myself I wanted to break these features down cleanly but <laughs> in addition it's, it's, so they're all related though so they are all to, related yes it's a big it's a big mind map that is is hard for me to articulate in a concise manner but so we've got the funnel builder but we've also got an email marketing tool you pop on over to the email marketing tool uh, create an uh, automation campaign go to uh, templates select the free for Shipping and handling uh, email marketing campaign, and then you just add the emails to your new automation. And again, just like your website, you need to click on each one and add your name and your links and you know things that are custom to you. And if you want, you know, you can rewrite the entire thing. But now you've got an email marketing campaign that's there to promote the funnel that you just created so you're getting yes the tools to build these things but you're also getting some built-in strategy if you're not you know uh uh, uh, familiar with with marketing so you're getting kind of all of them you're when you sign up for this you're getting my marketing playbook built into a sort of ready you know built into this uh ready to go kind of platform so again i'm i'm going too broad here but funnel builder email marketing tool it's also a website builder everybody can create a a traditional website in fact we usually because you get one we usually recommend you start by creating the website even if you don't use it even if you put your funnel on the home page but create that website uh, create your funnel add your funnel to the website funnels by default are separate so if you wanted to you could have five completely different or separate funnels for different projects that had no crossover or you can add them to your website uh, and merge everything together Together. So uh, I, I say this for any future users, the uh, the lists, the like the email lists and the uh, global style settings, everything is is unique until you merge them. So if you want all if you want to have your, awesome. if you want to have That's a funny. unique store to one funnel, then you can do that. Or if you want to have uh, all of your products in your website, which is what I normally recommend, and then you add the funnel to the website, and then it suddenly inherits all of those products and settings. Otherwise, you're going to have you're going to end up doing it twice. So it's a good idea to decide right out of the gate if you want a website or not. Um, many people come and build a website, do nothing with it, and then go and build their funnel, but they still add it to the website, so it's there if and when they want that website. Um, so 
let me get back on track. We've got Funnel Builder. We've got Email Marketing Tool. We've got Website Builder. There's also a Store Builder. You know, just like many many of these um, services, I, I'm, I'm going to try to be brand agnostic. If you want to ask questions about specific brands later on, feel feel free to. Um, I think I'm going to name some brands. It, it, it makes it easier to it like contextualize does, it where does, I'm coming from. But I don't know why. I think I think I'm just fearful of 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 not being accused of I don't know you know picking on a brand but uh, there are many uh, e-commerce platforms out there that you pay a monthly fee to build a store to sell your stuff you can build an online a comparable online store inside of uh, your website which is fantastic Fantastic! You can link it to your your website. All of the products live inside of the store. So even when you're creating a funnel, even though we don't sell from the store, and this is important, I think a lot of musicians don't know this. I know you do, uh, Josh, but stores don't convert very well. Landing pages convert very well because we can we control the focus. We control the experience. We remove distracting headers and links to other content. And they tend to, even the dimensions of a sales page are different than the dimensions of a store. And again- Yeah, I think a store serves a totally different function than a funnel. Absolutely. And I think that's a, a abstract and difficult concept. And people don't want to accept it, they but don't. it is true. It is. Uh, it, it's a, they're they're very different f- things functionally. Yeah, this they're, the store is great for those those super. You fans. need the store. Yeah. I think you need the yeah. store, and I actually think some people um, shop the store and don't buy anything, and then get hit with a Facebook ad and buy something in the funnel. Totally. Like some people really do want both of those. I think not having a store is annoying for a customer who's like searching for a specific product or a birthday present or whatever. Sure. sure. In fact. We'll get into my all my brands and, and, and what my problems with the ones I'm even using are. I actually think they're all great. Mm-hmm. I think they're just not de- – because they're not designed for exactly what I do, mm-hmm. it creates inefficiency and that costs me a lot of money. Right, right, right. Yeah, and that makes, that makes perfect sense. Um, so – uh, yes, I we're on the same page. I think I think a store is essential, but it doesn't. It's if you're trying to drive again, drive that traffic. If you're trying grow to grow con- your artist or band, you're not doing it with a store or website just sitting on the internet. Yeah, yeah. You and 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 even within a funnel, I'm not going to send people to a store page to buy something. I'm going to send no. them to a. I'm going to send them to a page where I can control that copy. And even you know you again, you know all this stuff, and it's hard to. I'm I'm like you should see my hands i'm like drawing on an invisible board here (laughs) like it's i really want to visual show people this but but you know when those when you use these sort of long and narrow pages you're you're even on that individual page you're you're watch walking a person through a progression of thoughts and experiences towards that buy now button whereas in a store it's a brief paragraph there's no real selling taking place again it, it's it's back to that old, that same equation of store number 1 and store number 2 one with a salesperson one without a sales page has a salesperson on it uh, that effectively that is designed to again walk up make that conversion walk a person towards uh, the sale there's also less steps in a checkout form as compared to a multi-step um, uh, e-commerce store. Um, 
And so, so there's just a huge difference between the two. But as you say, a store is, is important to have those super fans that are going to come to your website to browse and buy, um, you know, look for things that they don't have and buy gifts, as you say, and, and, you know, get that rare B side that you're not actively promoting and everything else. Um, you want to have that. And, and everybody I know who has a store does pick up a significant amount of sales from that. They just, they just generate a lot more through their funnels and through their, their sales pages. So, um, so you can build a, a e-commerce store, very powerful tool. It's got everything that you'll need, including bump offers. Uh, 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 you, what am I bump trying? Bump offers is big. Bump offers is big money. To me, a bump offer is a checkbox near checkout that adds something really related to your product. And a lot of people end up checking that box. That's that's how I use a bump offer. Is uh, that what you're yes, absolutely. Um, but you can also create a, a multitude of types of products. Of course, there's digital, there's physical, there's um, services. So maybe, you know, maybe you teach guitar lessons or something like that. You can use services and uh, <clears throat> and a really cool uh, product type, which we'll, we'll get into in a second here is memberships. So. So you can build that's a whole nother third party app that I'm using, by the way, for it, membership. So we're up to one, <clears throat> two, three, four, five. Right, right, right. Um, that I have that I'm paying for right now. So I'm like, oh no, I have a lot of work to do to Well th this. this is this <laughs> is a common this is a common email that I get from people who make the switch. They were using and this is one of the reasons this product you know, the tune pipe exists. It's to remedy that it's everything that you need to market your music under one roof. Um, no more stringing together 17 different tools, each one really not designed for musicians. That's one of the, none of them are designed yeah. for music, which is a problem. And they're not always easy to connect. And when one, like, let's say a zap goes out on me mm -hmm. or something, it stops working or like a payment fails on one place. Sometimes the whole line is dead. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's absolutely. like a lot to get up in the morning. You know that feeling. Totally. You get up in the morning and you check all your stuff. Or worse, like, you oh, realize it broke two weeks ago and you, it didn't, broke, you didn't notice. And you're like, oh, I'm not getting any sales because it broke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, so, but no, I commonly hear from people like I, I'm thinking of one email that I got recently where the TunePipe user says he's saving over $200 a month after making the switch, you know, almost everyone who's making the switch. I'm going to get into, I'm going to get into John when you're ready, how much I'm paying for each of mine. <laughs> I want, I want to hear it, but let's, let's save that for sure. Um, so, okay. So back on track, we've got a funnel builder. We've got a email marketing tool. We've got a website builder and we've got a store builder we've also got a membership site creator or membership area creator however you want to or membership product creator however you want to sort of express that but basically we're all familiar with patreon and it's a it's a fine tool uh where 15%. we 15 percent is that what it's Every at month. now it's 15 every month oh wow i didn't know it because uh, a lot of money i thought it was i, I did they start off at eight percent i thought i had eight did. yeah wow i didn't know it had gone up that is a lot of money. Um, so no, I'm not slamming Patreon. They've they've filled the need. They've done a great thing. Um, but when you use a service like that, you're you're paying. Uh, and I should add, TunePipe charges no transaction fees at all. Um, you're going to pay your transaction fees to PayPal or Stripe or whoever you use as your payment processor. And we integrate with you know all of the main ones, uh, PayPal and Stripe and Braintree and um, uh, what else? Uh, to checkout and the list goes on oh, wow. um but uh so you'll pay whatever they're charging but we don't take a cent off of any of your transactions you keep all of your money but with with patreon 
you not only are you paying that 15%, you're also sending your people to Patreon. You're giving the customer flow. You're giving your customers to Patreon. You're not controlling. It's, not, it's, it's the whole way the industry is designed right now. Spend a lot of money sending traffic to Spotify. Yeah, Spend a lot of money <laughs> totally. sending traffic to all these domains that you don't own. Absolutely. It's, cra- it's, it's crazy. It's, it's the way it's always worked, unfortunately. Um, it's one of the big things that Music Marketing Manifesto was built on. I get asked a lot, like, why? why I, why manifesto? I think people hear like something terroristy or something it's in there. Um, it is rad. But but you know, a manifesto is a proclamation of the need for change, and that's how it started. It was there's this there was a huge problem in the music industry. Uh, the everybody was just doing what everybody else did, and everybody was just doing what they were doing because large corporations controlled the the, the business, the industry, and it's. If for if for different reasons, it's still that way today. Um, <clears throat> but uh, anyway, uh, Patreon is great. And with Patreon, as everyone knows, you're basically charging your fans for access to premium content, stuff they can't get anywhere else usually. Um, and But you are passing on that customer to Patreon that that fan of yours is living in the Patreon universe, not the empty pockets or whatever, you know, your band's name is universe. Um, and so we've rectified that you can create your own sort of Patreon like experience or membership area, password protected area of your website. So it's your branding. It's your customer flow. You can add an upsell on if you want. Can't do that on these other services because you don't control that customer flow. You're, you're tagging people automatically. Can't do that. You get the money quicker. You, you get the money immediately. Well. I, I yeah. build your own Kickstarter on this too. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like you same can do, concept. Absolutely. And you can do all of that. And we will be introducing some crowdfunding templates at some point um, as well. Um, also 15%. It's a lot to give up when you're doing a, you know, a big Kickstarter. It's a lot to give up. If you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, that's a, that's like a car. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a lot of money. That's a, that's a secondhand tour van, you know? Um, and and it, it's a lot. So so it's really really simple too. I don't know if you've ever used things like uh, I use. Um, uh, I wouldn't again. I don't want to pick on brands, Mix, but I use. Deeply. Well, I use various word. Previous to this, I've used a various WordPress, WordPress uh, plugins. They cost a couple of hundred dollars. I'm paying a hundred dollars every year uh, for additional support and updates and everything like that. And they're really complicated. They've got they've got so much stuff built into them. You kind of like need to read a manual to make it work. Um, and it's very easy to make mistakes. It's so different inside of uh, TunePipe. All you do is you go to the contacts tab. There's a little uh, tab there for memberships. You create, click on memberships, click create, add group, click settings, and then just define the home page of that membership uh, that membership group. Then you go into your store and cl- create a membership product. And then when creating the product, it will ask you to assign a membership group. Oh my so God, this is so much better you, than the way I'm doing it. You click that button and you're done. Now, when you create a page that contains that membership content, you go to the settings and instead of public, you select uh, membership and then you tick the, the group for that membership page. And now nobody can see that page unless they're logged in. 
And when people purchase a membership product, uh, in addition to their name and credit card information, they're asked to create a username and a password, and they automatically get access as soon as they order. There's nothing more to it. You you can set one up in about 45 seconds. It's so easy. I include membership uh, membership uh, site. Uh, templates. So, you know, I've got a sort of home page, a content page. Uh, so you've got some some templates there if you want to, if you don't want to build it from scratch. I should add that building everything from scratch is so easy. You just create a blank page, select the number of columns, and then just start going, go to the widgets and start dragging elements over as you want them. Um, it's basically every page is built on the page and then you have blocks and then you have columns. And um, it's, every single block has settings where you could say, add a background image and then click on color gradient and just grab the slider and try to um, uh, drag it over. There's parallax effects. So you get that cool motion on the page where the text Ooh, is scrolling like at a different different pace than the background image so, so it's very easy being a non-designer I'm actually a pretty terrible designer um, but uh, I, I can make pages that look beautiful that in the past would have cost me hundreds of dollars to pay someone to, to build because those tools make everything look so slick so so easily but anyway membership site product. So now you can sell that. And this is a fantastic strategy for artists that are really engaged with streaming that are, are less focused on sales and really feel that streaming is important for them. If that's you, then you, you still really need sales. You really, really do. You're not going to, uh, 99.9% .9 of you are never going to get where you want to get financially by just relying on, on streams. You know, that's great to position yourself. If you can, that's amazing. If you can, that's awesome. I, 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 I know of someone I'm not going to say his name because I'm, I'm hearing this information through a friend of his but he just signed a, a big deal um, you know you got 500 million streams and he did find and, and it led to the record deal so if you want to get that big record deal you know you're going to need a lot of these you're going to need we're a, talking about a million listeners a month it's it, a lot of people it's a lot it, it, it <laughs> he signed a, a, a very lucrative uh, publishing deal um, Good for him. But he only gave away half, and he only gave away half of the publishing. I was doing oh the math on that, God. so it's oh like that represents five hundred million streams is two hundred and fifty thousand dollars in revenue, and and that's years of work, of course. So it's not like he's making two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars a year. So he, this foolish record label, no offense to the artist, who is pretty awesome actually, um, but this foolish record label. Um, just gave away a couple of million bucks for 125 grand in revenue. Um, yeah, you know, I've uh, I've had I've seen heard some similar stories where I'm like I don't I don't I don't know the math, but good for you. On that deal. <laughs> yeah, no, very good for him on the deal. Um, but uh, anyway, this uh, if but but uh, for a lot of people, you know, they want the big record deal. So those those vanity metrics, those streaming metrics, they're important to them because the industry is looking. So fine. Go uh, five hundred million streams is two hundred fifty million two hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's so sad. Unless oh. I did the math wrong, I believe no, I believe it right. is. It's it's a, right. a million streams is five grand. So yeah, yeah right. Wow, that's so and that's sad. that's five grand if you are getting oh, first have, first world streams. Um and uh, and of course they need to actually listen for over thirty seconds. And you know many a lot of that cold traffic just isn't. Um, so anyway, uh, if you're going to if, if streaming is a big part of your strategy and again, we have streaming funnels in inside of Toompipe, that's fine. But I 
I strongly recommend that you still put a huge emphasis on uh, on on sales and uh, the access model is is a fantastic way to go. So just like a YouTuber goes and gives away a ton of great content and then uh, monetizes through Patreon, we as musicians can go and give away our content on the streaming platforms if we're so inclined. That's you know I'm I I, I like the idea of giving some of your content. To the streaming platforms, but that not all of it. But that's that's another another conversation. Um, but if that's you, go ahead and give it away, and then monetize by selling access where they get special, you know, a deeper, richer experience. So the music. Yeah, and I think that pairs very well because I think you know hardcore streamers are, are probably less or likely to be interested in physical products yeah. and vice versa. Like I do a lot of free CDs mm-hmm. and I find that, you know, a lot of people who buy free CDs are into physical and not as into streaming, but there's a definite marriage there between membership and streaming. And I could imagine some, a band very different than mine, you know, really investing into maybe Instagram ads into a streaming funnel, mm-hmm. retargeting, into a membership sales funnel. Absolutely. You know, I could see that really working and being not that much work through through something like this. No, it's very easy. And, and you just think about it for a second. So 15% from Patreon, let's say you're making just $200 uh, uh, a month from Patreon. Sure. And most people are making so it's already It's already 30 bucks a it, month. And, and, the ch- and the middle plan, not even the cheapest plan on TunePipe is $29.95. So we start at 19.95. Our most expensive plan is 59.95. Um, so we're, it's really it's been intentionally priced. You know, other funnel building services are like it started usually around a hundred bucks a month. We're really trying to be affordable. I, I approach everything that way. I always approach everything going. What's the least amount of money I can charge people and make this business work? Um, Obviously, I love I love that. But and we're not knocking other brands. No, like, no. I, I can go through all of these, but like funnel builder, I learned so much from Click Funnels sure. when I left WordPress, and Click Funnels is like two hundred dollars a month or something like that, and. But there's a reason, you know, it's built for a million industries like they did a lot of um, you're, when I went and paid for that. Sure. I knew I, I, I there was no choice. There wasn't like, hey, I'm a musician. Right. I want this one thing. It was like, this is how much it costs. Take it or leave it. Right. And I knew I was paying for a bunch of stuff that I was never going to use. You know, sure. I don't need their nine funnel real estate funnel. <laughs> you know, what I mean? it's like, oh, yeah, I don't need any of that. And and. The same can be said down, like, because I use Bandzoogle for my website. I use Shopify for my music store. I use MailChimp for my email marketing, which is, I pay over $400 a month in MailChimp, but we have 100,000 subscribers. Sure, sure. Um, I don't get to mess with my check- checkout forms within Shopify, which I would like to. And then we pay for something called Bold Recurring uh, for my memberships. But all told, I'm at like seven or $800 a month. Whoa. Now, <laughs> now, it wouldn't be $60 a month for us on TunePipe because your email list size email would, list would drive it large, up, but, but, it up, I, but it still save a lot of money. I, yes. So the only we don't there's not a whole bunch of hidden add ons or anything like that. You know, it's not sign up for, you know, 20 bucks and then you this is you, a good problem <clears throat> situation. If you're worried about your 25,000 emails are going to cost too much. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's how much they cost everywhere. We do have upgrades. That's the only sort of add on or upgrade is as your list grows, um, then you have to pay more as you would with any service. But I will say this. We're 
were, were priced competitively. And as you get into the bigger plans, uh, I, I, I haven't checked everybody's pricing. You know, I was kind of modeling off of off of Aweber and MailChimp. Yeah, but, I looked at your pricing. But we're, we're cheaper, actually, as you get into the big plans. And believe it or not, I was thinking of you when I did that. I was thinking of the, the big... Uh, <laughs> I love that. The, the big... <laughs> the guys who have, you know, 100,000 people or whatever on their list how I want to make this enticing. I want to make this just a no brainer. So I, I brought the prices down, ate into my own margins, kind of, there's a lot of plans where I don't make any additional money when people upgrade because I took the the money that would have gone into my pockets and I just want those people on TunePipe. Um, so, that. so there is some savings on the bigger plans over yeah, the and competition. I, and, and I love looking at it, you know, I, I can see it's for somebody like me and for a lot of the artists I know, I, I'd be maxing out a lot of your stuff immediately. We just broke 200 members for our membership but my membership is so clunky right and it drives my customers crazy sure you know and i feel bad because they're paying monthly Mm -hmm. you know so those are my most important customers so i literally do all that customer service myself right but like they have a hard time logging in and stuff right yeah because it's a it's an app to shopify which which just kind of complicates everything. Totally. Whereas I, this is built in. It is. I still have that problem. So the Insider Circle is my last uh, platform. Oh, that's an app. Uh, that's an add-on to uh, um, to WordPress, no? Uh, it, it's it's still built in in WordPress. I'm still uh, I, I've had I've been migrating everything over. I moved Music Marketing Manifesto over uh, to TunePipe, and MMM 5.0 is built in TunePipe. But uh, the nice. Insider Circle has like a forum and some other components that are a little trickier. And uh, I just yeah, haven't, you feel me. This is why I haven't moved yet. I'm I'm like strategizing. Yeah, how I, do all I, I just haven't had a second. Moving uh, is actually quite easy. You just export and then import. Everybody gets an email saying, "Hey, you know, log in here uh, or reset your password," kind of a thing. Super. Yeah, yeah. Super yeah. easy. You can move uh, hundreds of members over easy. I, 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 yeah, I'd have to check on the member settings. I think I think you get up to 200 members for the website plus funnels plan, which is the middle plan there, the 29.95 a month plan. You get. Oh, like, maybe it was unlimited members at some point. It's, on when you go to Pro at 59.95. Um, that's sweet. Pro is like a that's like record labels. Usually, you get you get three websites, 30 funnels. You get. Um, uh, again, unlimited members and a, a, a ton of additional things. So it's, it's, but again, like fifty nine ninety five for that level is, it's a lot of stuff. It's a lot, but anyhow, uh, and, and the one there, there's a lot of additional less used features. Like you can, um, schedule appointments and things like that. If you're, if you're, let's say a guitar teacher or something like that, there's built in sort of, um, tools there for you to I've basically work with some musicians. I can think of right now that, schedule yoga classes you know what i mean that do uh glass blowing stuff when they tour that's awesome and you can you can tie that to the services product so when somebody orders they're prompted to you know pick an appointment however uh so you've got some stuff like that that most musicians aren't using but there's one more feature which is so basic sorry my dog is running around here in my office making noise i don't know if that's coming through but um there's it sounds sort of so basic but it's so powerful it is the the probably the tool that more than anything else is increasing the amount of money that people make when they switch to tune pipe usually usually um almost instantly and that's the split testing tool so um when you create a funnel you uh create you've got again the the various steps so this could be anywhere from a couple of steps to to like 12 steps i think that's our biggest funnel the deep sale funnel most of the funnels have around nine to 12 steps in them right but a customer Uh, has to take an action 
action, even if it's not a purchase, obviously, you just click a button to get to each next step, correct? It was so the it depends on how you've kind of set it up. So basically, you've got your every step is the uh, the, the progression towards that that final outcome that you're ultimately after. So step one might be a, it again. It depends on the, the funnel, but step one might be a sales page. Step two might be the thank you page. Step three might be a blog post that you send them. Step four might be a music video all on a landing page, of course, that you right, send right. them. Um, uh, step five might be the sales page. Step six might be a, a limited time offer sales page. Yep. Um, step seven might be the upsell. Step eight upsell. might be the downsell. Step nine might be another thank you page, you know, this kind of a, a progression. And there are different ways that people can get there. Sometimes it's clicking a but clicking the submit button and on the squeeze page and going to the thank you page. Sometimes it's that your email has sent them right. um, in a broadcast the next day to that blog post. And But the reason I bring that up mm -hmm. is that when when a customer does take an action, like yes or no, basically, they got to the next step or they didn't, yes. or they bought this or they didn't. Yes. I have always found that moment when we can test that page, why, you know, we could say, you know, even super basic, changing a color, changing a design, but much more important, you know, changing the hook or changing the, 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 the core of the language. Sometimes we do a lot better. 10% better, 20% better, which over time can make a huge difference. And I've only discovered that stuff through, you know, reliable split testing. Oh, it's huge. Inside uh, of and, and, inside of Music Marketing Manifesto 5.0, I have some case studies where I just, I, I use TunePipe in, as my platform in MMM 5.0, no more WordPress. You know, uh, I nice. basically, that's my new platform of choice. So that's how I show people to build things. MMM 5.0 is um, unique from my other courses in that, it, yes, I use TunePipe, but I also address everybody else in each step. So if you're not using TunePipe and you're using something else, here's how you do it. Kind of, a you know, so it's kind of agnostic as a as a strategy, because I, I should add it. It doesn't matter what platform you use. And you know this. And, and that's always been sort of important to me but but people miss it i think they buy the course they say well he built it in wordpress i have to build it in wordpress you don't have to build it any all that matters is you apply the principles so mmm is a marketing strategy but tunepipe is a platform and it's a platform designed to help people execute the strategies that i teach and there is a big wall between the two but anyway in <clears throat> in the in the course i have a case study which is myself setting up my own landing page and and driving real traffic you know no smoke and mirrors nothing hidden i can't remember now i'm not looking at it but my first page it converted pretty dismally and i was and i was doing this in real time you know it was a new platform i was using as i was teaching um uh, the course and I was like, oh, bummer, 15% on this new fancy squeeze page that I was so excited about. And all I did was reorder. I, I, okay, I haven't even explained how the split testing tool works. So, so you go into your funnel steps, right? You've got, let's say, the squeeze page on the home page. This is the big one, probably more than big any page. other step. Because more traffic is going to go there. So, it's the it's the ideal page to test. Absolutely. And and it's going to affect it's going to impact your results more than anything else. You can work all day long on trying to get every email right and every sales page right. Yeah, but if they don't even get past the first page, nothing matters. Or you can you can just double your let you know, let's say you're making 
you know, for uh, a four percent sales rate, which is a little bit low. We'd like to see higher, but it's okay. Um, but uh, but let's say you're at four percent, you can work really really hard for a long time trying to adjust everything inside the funnel to turn that into an eight percent sales page, right. or you can go from twenty five percent to fifty percent on this on the squeeze page yeah, and effectively and accomplish exactly that page for the same amount of money and, spent. And because there's more people on the first step, every percentage you improve is better. Yes. Uh, for you than, than on the, the other steps. You know, you can't, if it's not built into a platform, I've learned, it's really not doable for me. And I feel like I'm pretty good tech person at this point all these years later, but like I cannot figure out how to split test just using Google Analytics for the life of me. I think it's possible. No. But. Yeah, I'm sure that it is. It's it's not, it, it's doable. I've done it, but you're dealing with creating multiple ads, going to multiple squeeze pages and multiple funnels, and it's so well, cumbersome. And, and if I'm using like Shopify, then I might uh, create right, multiple right. products, and that's a problem. ClickFunnels has a very lovely built-in split test that TunePipe also does. And that's what I'm really excited about. Because yeah. I can't afford to pay an extra $200 a month. ClickFunnels doesn't have a store, you know, which is why I have a Shopify store. Right. So all my funnels are, have always been in a funnel program. I'd right. be Samcart or whatever, all of them. I've tried all of them. Right. But that, 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 that split, I can't emphasize enough the split testing of all of the first pages of the funnels is a huge piece because something can be a little bit not profitable and you can turn that into profitable. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? No. Like, like let's, say you, let's say you're at that 4%, just to get a little mathy, just for one second, you're at a 4% sales rate and your squeeze page is converting at 15%. That's going down the rest of your funnel, which is not good. Um, you're, you're, maybe you're not sending the right traffic or whatever. And I, I always recommend adjusting multiple things, but with split testing, I often double that. Totally. Like you were saying. Totally. And then it's like now you went from not profitable to profitable. A funnel that literally was losing money is now making money. I've Absolutely. done that many times. Absolutely. And and what you just said there, like a little bit not profitable is is a big problem. A little bit not profitable is Can't scale. It's career over, you know, uh, and a little bit profitable, even just breaking even is unlimited growth you know just you know, do long I mean, enough i have five um five billboard charting albums now we're going on an international tour we sell a lot more tickets i mean we're not a famous band but like i make a living on this band now sure and i don't think uh the key to our success is that i'm particularly brilliant at any of this i think it's that when i found moments to scale i just do it like you said, you said something about like, yeah, little people aren't as risk averse or more risk averse than you. And I don't think I'm a very risk averse person. I think I sort of just go for it. But like when I'm thinking about scale and I'm spending five or ten dollars a day on Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. The difference between making a little profit back, you know, sixteen dollars back and covering my costs and being under it is me being able to scale. And like I only need a tiny bit of on the positive side for to, to spend five hundred dollars a day on Facebook and sure. to just push it. And just to be crazy. Totally. And that, that's my whole strategy, basically. Well, you're tenacious. You just tackle things. You know, I but like You don't to need a win by a lot, is my point. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you need a win by enough to be in the black with all your expenses. You got to be honest with yourself, because when you start spending a lot of money, it becomes very clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, just to paint that picture and, and put a period at the end of the sentence. So inside of Toompipe, you go to your funnel. There's a, on every single step, there's a little tiny little gear icon. You click it and suddenly it duplicates the page. Now you've got 
got two versions of of that squeeze page or the sales page or anything so cool. you want. And it's worth mentioning here, you only change one thing. Just change yes, one thing. Absolutely. Thing. And then you click on you got version A and version B. You click on version B and you go and you change one thing. So again, you could change you could go inside of Toonpipe, you've got um you've got control over the mobile view. You can by default it'll it'll scale pretty well, but you can go in and make things completely different. Use a different font size. You can, you know, you can play with it all you want, take the image. Sometimes I just reorder stuff at first and just be like, it needs to hit in a different order. Well, that's you know? what I was the example that I was starting to say. I inside of MMM 5.0. If I'm remembering right, if you just went through the course and I'm saying something wrong, forgive me, I'm, I'm doing my best to remember. I did, recorded it a few months ago. But but yeah, I think I was initially recorded, uh, performing pretty badly and I was kind of bummed. Like, you know, maybe it was 15, 17% um, is one of my first test drives with the new, the new squeeze page templates. And I was a little bit worried because, you know, like, Oh no! This new platform—you built this whole thing—and it's not converting as well as the ugly old WordPress theme. Um, which don't underestimate the ugly old WordPress theme it works pretty well. But um, but uh, but then I went in and I made a slight tweak. I think I put the headline above the image instead of the image above the headline, or something like that, because of the way the columns were on mobile. It was it was appearing um, uh, below the image was on top um, because right. the, I think oh, so often it's the mobile optimization, and you're like oh. <clears throat> People were jumping on this page and bouncing because they didn't know where they were. Well, it was it was like uh, you know how this isn't going to make sense to a lot of people, but so in in the in the desktop view, it was column. It was basically an image alongside some text in an opt-in yeah, form. Yeah, that ended up like below or and above. Yeah, it was column two had the text, so that ended up before the image, and I just switched it around on mobile. So it stayed the same on desktop, but on mobile, um, I the way it works is basically you can just go and kind of um, copy the block and Love then hide, hide the desktop block on mobile, and then and then now you've got that copied version that you but paste into place. that's a huge place. feature that is not on every builder. It's not. To be able to do it on mobile, because if you're driving Facebook traffic, you know it's like 80 plus percent totally, mobile traffic, totally, unless totally. you specify desktop and then it's more expensive. So to be able to, I, com- I, I find myself having to compromise at times, depending on what, um, you know, what vendor I'm using or whatever, because I'm like, well, I wouldn't do it like this on desktop, but it looks like this, you know what I mean? It looks right. better on mobile like this. That's awesome. Well, and if you can get in a groove of once every one or two weeks deciding a winner, and then doing another test, like you could really optimize. That's how I optimize pages over time. Totally. Well, you know, that little test that I just described, I can't, again, I might be off on the numbers, but I jumped it up to something like 47%. Oh my like, God, it was more than double. It That's was hilarious. It was huge. And I was like, and, and, and suddenly it was one of the best, you know, conversion rates I got. But that one little tiny tweak, and I could do this all day long, you know, you're constantly, at that point, I was just like, I'm not going to get any better than 47%. So I just stopped. But like, uh, you know, I could theoretically, Theoretically, I was pretty confident that if I kept playing with it, I was going to drive the conversion rate down. But um, but uh, I saw again, I just stopped. But it brought my prices way way down. You know, suddenly I was at ninety something cents, or, whereas I was you know closer to like a dollar sixty per lead um, or something like that. Uh, I, I should have brought it down more. I can't remember the reasons why. Probably because the the ad performance itself fluctuating while I was doing it. But um, it brought my prices way down. It, it doubled the conversion rate, and and that was just like one test so i could what i could do is go through every single step even the thank you pages if i wanted to maybe one you know if i've got confirmed opt-in on maybe one results in you know more people advancing in the funnel but every single step and split test like a like look is it possible in two pipe to like 
I got a thank you page at the end of a funnel and I want to sell like a, like a shoot the moon. I'm selling like an expensive item, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. But I want to instead split test like a shoot the moon item. Yeah, can, you, you can uh, absolutely go and do a, 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 a split like this test. Item, I, that's cool. Like I could say, I'm going to try to sell a $100 item here. And, and then, you know what, I'll try to sell a $400 item and split test that. Because even, you know, 1% were taking the $100 item, but 0.5% took the $400 item and still winning. Yeah, it's you know, all it's all thing. just about how many people progress to that next step, that thank you page. And and you'll see that number on Sweet. on the previous page. And it's it's that easy. So so Love it. that that tool is huge. And I've had numerous reports from people who've been longtime MMM uh, students and have been using older systems. Very um, difficult to pull off in WordPress. It, it, it is. It is. Certainly this kind of, I'd go as far as to say this kind of advanced split testing can't be, be done, possible. but you can do stuff with it in conjunction with a Facebook ad going to different places um, that, that really hacking it at that point. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's so cumbersome that I like, it's just not something I do a lot of, I, I'll get there faster. Just, just using a combination of gut instinct and, and multiple campaigns as opposed to really true running true split tests. So anyway, it's a huge feature, multiple, I've had multiple reports of people seeing an increase in revenue by two, 300% even. Um, and, uh, I should say, I don't, I don't, you know, it's a funny thing to drop business stats, but like, we have a free trial, right? And the stick rate is over 90%. People can drop out anytime. And I should add, it's very easy to cancel. You don't have to contact us. There's no trick. You just go log into your dashboard and hit cancel if you want. Um, but over 90% of the people who try it stick with the platform because it's wow. it's that great. Like, I'm really, really, really happy with it. But anyway, so that's that's TunePipe. It, it is, it's every tool you need to create uh, a uh to create what a uh, what is the word the I'm universe for? i call it the, i call it the spider web for the musician you, know? <laughs> sure, you, sure, you, sure. you put it there and you need people to stick and i mean this is fan collection relationship building and monetization Absolutely. it's all there you go you said it a lot better <laughs> that's that, <laughs> that's what tune pipe is and hey if you're not that sophisticated and you're going whoa i i just wanted a website it's that too you can build it you can get your website up and running in probably 20 minutes honestly because the templates are freaking beautiful I've got a a designer uh, I, i'm gonna be selfish and not say his name because i don't want anyone to go steal him because he's so good um designing stuff he's my He's a longtime friend, an old roommate, old guitar player, uh, who is just a, a, a really, nice. really. So fan- it's all musicians who it, built this. It That's is. He, he's a, he's a fantastic designer, and um, yes, uh, you're right. There's a good good point that he is a, a experienced musician himself. Um, but uh, he, I'll, I'll, I should give him credit. His name is Sean Early. Please don't go steal him from me. Um, but he's just a really fantastic. Um, uh, designer and and he's uh, done a wonderful job uh, uh, creating these templates. So if you want a website, you could I could honestly create a website for someone in in twenty minutes. And hey, if you've got an existing website and you're wanting to know about converting it, um, it's pretty easy. It depends what you want to do. If you want to do an exact duplicate of your website, which still makes sense for a lot of people, even just because of the split testing options, you can do that. It's it's a little more complicated. If you wanted to start from scratch, you know, you're gonna go and you're gonna basically just create a blank page template. You're going to select the number of columns and create blocks and then add the 
you can just kind of go and go to keep your existing website open on the side and uh, save the images as you need them. And then you just drag them into place and uh, adjust the, you know, it's real simple. You just grab the handlebars of each column and move things around the way you want them to look. And again, because you've got blocks, you can have one column with a certain width and the next, or sorry, one area with a certain width and then the section below it with a, yeah, a different width. And, without yeah. the coding. So it, it, it's at least the builders to me sound like Squarespace, Weebly, Wix, Banzoogle, that 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 drop and drag builder. I, I'm not going to pick on any one of those, but I think it's infinitely better. I, I work nice. in some of those for clients and I can't stand them. This is this. And I'm not exaggerating here. This is the best, most elegant, fastest, easy to use drag and drop builder that I've ever used. I don't know. I have probably not used all of them, but it's it's wonderful. Um, it's really, I remember when the developers were sort of demoing everything, I, I was watching a video and I thought it was sped up because um, it was just so fast. But it, and then, and then oh, you we- thought it was, You thought it was like sped up in like a program. It, it was, I, I, I was watching a video of it being used and I thought it was sped up to just kind of take the, um, you know, so I didn't have to sit through all of it. You know, how we speed up demo videos all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we got on a live thing and I was watching him actually use it and, and it was the same thing. I was like, oh my God, this is, this is not sped up. This is how easy it is to use. Um, so anyway, that's Toompipe in a nutshell. Um, you can connect your own, you can, can and should connect your own domains to it. Um, so, you know, yes, it can be joshsolomon.com if you want it to be. Uh, if you don't, it, it, we provide a system domain, which would be like joshsolomon.toonpipe and it's all editable. You can change it. it all very easy. It's got built-in integrations with a ton of tools. They work really well too. You don't need to read a manual to figure out how to connect your Facebook pixel. You click, you go to apps, click Facebook pixel, log in, click allow, and you're done. And the pixel's added and it's sending that information. You still, Facebook still has their own hoops you got to yeah, jump gonna through. Have, you're going you're gonna to need to have your own domain if you actually want to exactly. use most of Facebook's features yeah, now. Yeah. That's the only one that you absolutely need your own domain for. Um, and you can use any domain registrar. So if you've got an existing domain, it's very easy to connect. We've got tutorials on everything. And there's an in-depth learning center full of videos. So again, it's just watch over my shoulder, do what I do. It's much like one of my training programs, but it's included for nothing um, with, with Toompipe. So it's everything is covered. And, you know, when somebody has a, a question and I don't have an answer, I create a, a resource. I create a FAQ or a tutorial and I'm just very, very proud of this thing. And I think it's going to be a, a game changer. I think uh, I think it's something that honestly every musician should have. Um, I'm with, excited about this, man. You told me about it. I know you said you've been working. We know each other maybe eight years, something like that, yeah. which is crazy. It's, I think you told me about it like six, seven years ago. And then I think I asked you about it like two or three times. Mm -hmm. Like are we doing this? Like, I'm ready to be on it. Uh, I'm very happy that this is real. You know, I'm looking at the website and your pricing now, and I'll just tell you, like, I like Bandzoogle. That's where our website is. Sure. It's just a website. Mm -hmm. It's $19.95 a month. I'm happy with that price. That's your website only price. Yeah. It, it says on your, which I think is hilarious. I got, uh, when I use ClickFunnels, it's, or, or ClickFunnels is expensive, but it, it, it works. And this has true funnel building on it, which I love. I'm on Shopify for my store. We have a ton of traffic. We use a bunch of apps to do upselling and uh, downselling. Very expensive. Uh, it's $220 a month for me. Wow. Um, and my email is over $400 a month. My Wait, repeat that site, again. The upsell and downsell is how much? I have a ton of 
well, my whole Shopify bill is two hundred and twenty dollars. Oh, right, 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 right. So it's like everything gets more expensive with traffic. Sure. Like especially the apps on Shopify, and I've played with them, but it's it's two twenty a month. We we never don't do thousands of dollars in sales through it, but still, like it adds up because mm-hmm. my Mailchimp is over four hundred dollars a month. Yeah. Um, you know, so when we don't when we do a few thousand dollars in sales in a month, I'm like breaking even. Sure. Um, and then my That's membership crazy. site is is like sixty bucks. I'm not complaining about any of those things. Like I said, they all. I'm not bashing these brands. Like they all have a lot of functionality that I'm not using. Sure. I've just been evolving over time and trying to find the best tools for a job. But now that I'm, the more I'm looking at this, it's almost like I built a guitar from parts at an auto zone. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's just, it, I didn't know like a luthier place existed. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it didn't until this thing, which is why I asked a few times, like, are you doing this? Cause everything keeps getting more expensive. Um, I got a couple of specific questions for you. You ready? Yeah, I am. But I wanted to, something's been nagging at me. Um, when I was, I, I sort of didn't finish my thought when I was saying, if you had an existing website and you know, I, I was saying how it'd be a little bit, little, very easy to do, uh, but a little bit tricky to make an exact clone. Again, you'd just be building it all from scratch. So you just kind of need to spend a little bit of time. I don't mean tricky as in hard. I mean, tricky as in take some time. Um, it, it would actually be on a technical level, pretty easy, but, um, the, you know, the if you have if you're happy with our templates and you just want to copy your functionality and your actual content, that's very, very easy. You know, I you can go I and, like you do that in a half an hour. Um, if well, it depends how much stuff you're copying over. If you've got an MMM funnel, for example, let's say you signed up for MMM 3.0 and built it out in WordPress. It's very easy if you're happy with the new templates, which you should be because they're beautiful. But if, um, you could go from scratch and take longer. You're going to go and just copy your text and paste it into the equivalent yeah, page photo. it's going to look a little bit different for good reason but it's it, and and we even have actually an mmm classic template for people who just for some reason really love the old mmm um that's a funny little te- easter egg I like that. <laughs> template it is pretty much an easter egg i haven't seen anyone actually use it yet <laughs> um uh, but uh but we've even got that for someone who wants an exact clone but yeah fun- structurally if you're just looking for the content it's just copy paste and you're done and yeah may- maybe you could do that um in, in, a, in less than a half an hour where it gets a little complicated is if you've been blogging for a long time like i copied mmm uh, over and i got you know, 13 years of blog posts or something like that. Yeah, there's nothing to do but a lot of copying and pasting. And that's yeah, just it, it took me time. about five hours to move everything over. Well, it took Steve, who helped me with it, my, my support manager. Um, yeah. But but that was 13 years of blog posts. So um, I mean, there's no there's no change in some time stuff. Like when I shift my store from Shopify to Toonpipe, I have like 100 and something products. Like it's just going to take some time. Yeah, I have yeah. all the photos, but you just got to do it yeah, at some point. Yeah, totally. So, you know, that's why these things get sticky. But, people use it forever. But moving, moving for for a simple site is pretty pretty darn easy um but anyway uh, that's i think my final word on it so shoot those questions at me what what are what God, are people I, still I wondering it, i'm so excited i've literally never seen this is a little bit more than you were talking about originally because i was excited just to integrate funnel website checkout forms yeah but now we got music store, which I sort of was expecting, but I was not expecting email marketing and I was not expecting this, this level of membership. Sure. So it's very cool to me. Okay. So with checkout, I get to pick, I'm integrating my stripe. Is that right? 
uh, yeah, you would just go into uh, the store, a payment settings, uh, and then click, you know, add payment option. And then you've got a, you know, a dozen or more options there. You click. And is it just one or do I do, can I do you two? You can do two, yes. So like, for example, I was doing Stripe and PayPal for a while. That's I've, what I would do. I, I've since removed PayPal. The only the only trick with PayPal is uh, because of some limitations in PayPal. can't do the upsells. Well, no, you can. With the limitations in PayPal's API, uh, they they won't pass the subscription um, uh, payment client. So if you're selling something with a subscription, I wouldn't re- I wouldn't recommend using PayPal. Um, but you can use Braintree, which works with PayPal, and PayPal. then Braintree will pass that payment. So if you if you want to take PayPal and you have subscription products, then um, use Braintree, and that'll that'll solve the problem. How are people doing fulfillment so far? Is anybody integrating anything? Um, the reason I ask is we do, you know, we probably do hundreds of products a month. Right. So we use a, a pro, uh, an app called ShipStation. Sure, um, sure. Man, all our fucking apps really add up. Over yeah. Time. Yeah. So there's no there's no native um, integration with you zap it with that, but you can zap it. Yeah. There it, we work with um, with um, Zapier. Uh, I'm I, we were talking about this last time. I'm so used to saying Zapier, but it makes more sense. It's probably Zapier, isn't it? I don't know. I've been saying Zapier. I think I say Zapier when I say the whole word, but I think I say Zap. <laughs> right. um, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's just that's just a single Zap from TunePipe like once a day or whatever to a. And I'm just talking about, you know, when you have more than a handful of things to ship, it gets a little bit overwhelming. So we use a a thing called ShipStation, which is doing TV commercials now. I was surprised to see on television. Interesting, interesting. ShipStation is doing TV commercials. But anyway. There's different situations. Like, so uh, one of the most commonly asked for ones are things like Printify um, and and Printful and stuff like that. We don't have a native integration at this time, but uh, you uh, there is a Zapier uh, integration there, so you can integrate that way. Use Printful products like in your store. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy on it. I haven't actually gone through it, but I did see one customer do that. Yes, it, they can, have. it can be done. It's hard to make a profit on Printful, but it's sort of cool. Yeah. Yeah, there, there are options there. Um, and what I know, like I have one uh, customer who I'm familiar with what he's doing, who uh, does a lot with Kunaki, um, you know, print on demand CDs and, and yeah, things like that. CDs. And uh, so the way he does it is just goes and exports his orders for the day and then imports them through Kunaki. So it's kind of just an export spreadsheet, import spreadsheet. And um, from the reports, well, I, I haven't done it. it Zappa sure could do that too. Probably like could, probably. I don't know if, I don't know if Kunaki Naki integrates with Zapier, um, to be honest, but, but, uh, so th- there are, there are workarounds, but, um, with print on demand, but there's not a native, um, uh, print on demand, um, integration, but, you know, uh, you could also just link to a, a, a printful store or whatever, if you, yeah, if you right, wanted right. to, um, How about a uh, customer data, like over time. Uh, um, is that, is that saving in the system? Yeah. So it depends what you're ultimately looking for, but there's certainly an order. Uh, you go into your store, you go into orders and you've got, a, you've got all your customer data there. You can export it as well if you want, but it's, it's, I just mean there. like, can I say, let's, let's send a flash sale over the next three. Oh, I see. I see. People who haven't bought these three products. So yeah, the way that would work is basically on the product level, you'd go and apply a tag when somebody uh, orders a specific thing. So, and then you'd set up an automation uh, that cool. had specific rules. Like, like, so if I wanted to do that, let's say, let's say new leads coming in after one week, if they haven't bought this, 
this thing that I want to fire this automation. So you could send and you could create a follow up automation that had you know email automation with promotions for those those products in it, and then you could have a rule where you, you create a segment um, mm-hmm. of of people who uh, don't have specific tags and then you can set the goal of that email automation to get those tags meaning when those that customer tag is added they will they will they'll stop and they'll never receive that email automation again um that's how the email automation stop you set goals so somebody buys something that's one of the nice things about using the onboard email marketing email is that, there, yeah. that it works in conjunction with the store um but but we also i don't even think i added that we definitely integrate with mailchimp and aweber if you're happy with those services it's very easy the integration is a couple of clicks and boom you'll see the option appears on every product just add it to you know uh, just select add customer to aweber or add subscriber to aweber and then you can you'll see all of your lists there once you've you've uh, added the added the integration works really well with with the existing platforms but yes with the onboard one you could go and and set up the, again the segment of people who don't have this tag so somebody comes into your system they don't have the tag and that would mean that they get added to this automation but then you could put a delay let's say one week so you can do a time Ooh, delay on the first email of one week um, there's no requirement that the system sends them out an email immediately um, and 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 they have one week to buy those products and the second um, the tags get added for those products the goal is met and they are removed from the sequence awesome i was going to ask you about um one click upsells i haven't i don't get to deal with them very often outside of click funnels shopify's mm-hmm. way of doing it is like an app and it's really complex mm-hmm. but i found when positioned right with the right people a one click upsell is probably the mo- best way to add cart value oh it's so easy i started doing it with with uh, MMM and just had tremendous results because for years I've been doing the, you know, you got to pull out your credit card again and you got to order it's not, again. It's not the same thing, especially, I mean, like obviously someone who's already purchased something in this moment this is a hot moment. Yeah. Right. And like when it occurred to me from you and from Russell Brunson, like you just sold someone something that's amazing. Congratulations. Like, right. holy shit. It was music. Like amazing. Right. But, and now they, Hey, thank you. And it's like, well, what are we doing with that moment is golden. Totally. So what are my, what are my options there? It sounds like to connect one to any funnel. Absolutely. So the one click upsells, they don't work in the stores. Um, they're specific. Yeah, I wanted in my store. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. They're That's specific perfect. to the, the, um, the, the funnels, the, the way the funnels work is we take payment through checkout forms and that functionality is different than the, uh, the, the store checkout form. So store checkout form is a normal the checkout standard. process. Yeah. This, you know, the, you, you built like the full funnel checkout form. That's like integrated into a funnel page. Well, I, I didn't it. build it, but, but it comes, it comes with two. In Chumpy, yes. Chumpy pass. Yes, um, and uh, the the basically it's its own widget. There's all the functionality lives in widgets, and and it's ah. got everything: music players, video players, you know, everything that you could kind of need from spacers to to separators to you know heading Slide headers, shows, it, it, all of that yeah. gallery slideshows. You can build you know image galleries and too much. You can do everything. Um, uh, but basically, yeah, so you're creating a sales page. Y- usually you're selecting a pre-built 
template, but there, and right. usually with the pre-built templates, there's a uh, checkout form already in place. Um, and you can, you can also, sometimes we don't want the checkout form. We just want an order button. In that case, somebody clicks the order button and you use a pop-up as the next step. And, and that's the, the checkout and the form. And the pop-out like is the too. checkout form. Yeah. So I need to do some more split testing on that to see what, what ultimately converts okay, best. So I, 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 but, uh, some, I, I did either way. Right. And then I got my customer to, to buy like, you know, a low price item. Yes. And so because it's part of the funnel and because you've set up the uh, the one click upsell as the next step in that funnel, they'll automatically go to that page. And the setup, the the step setup process on an upsell is a little different than a normal step. It's it's specifically tied to the the page with the checkout on it. The second you add a checkout form to a page in a funnel, um, the up, the upsell option becomes available to you and you right. click add upsell or because add Because you're up, like tokening that credit card or whatever, the, the, the Stripe version of that yes, is. exactly. And so you you um, you then uh, again, if you're using a pre-built funnel, there's a template already there for you. And then it's got this sort of upsell purchase widget in it, um, which has got a button that says, you know, yes, purchase now or wh- however you want, whatever you want it to say. And then a no thanks. I'd like to pass and go to the next step um, or complete my order. And if they if they say yes, the purchase goes through. If they say no, they go to a downsell page uh, and and uh, then, you know, you try to get those people that maybe pass because of the price resistance and you try to sell them something inexpensive. But for the right. customer, to me it's like especially even for a release, we've never really done a release through a funnel. Mm-hmm. Though I've, I've, I've wanted to mm-hmm. because you got big fans who are proved they're big fans by buying your release. Mm-hmm. And now they're getting thank you. I love this concept of I haven't messed much with downsells because various reasons but like i feel like you go for after they buy your big release you go for you go huge yeah and you're like well if you're a big fan spend this money and then i like this idea of being able to then say all right all right all right i get you're not gonna spend 199 but what about one more 30 dollar purchase and and the down sells a single click as well uh everything yeah it's all a single oh click. man that so- is I haven't had that in a while. That's huge. It's really, yeah, from the customer experience, I can't, uh, that lack of friction that just, they land on a page, maybe you've got a video, maybe you've just got some text, um, you've got usually an image of the product, and again, this is just a little marketing tactic stuff that's a little different, you know, it's separate from what is inherent in Toonpipe, and you know all this, what really works well on an upsell is to give them either more of what they just said yes to at an even better deal, or give them something that makes the purchase cooler, better, you know, um, faster, more special. So typically with music, we're talking about an enhanced experience. So yeah, you just bought the album, but now how about joining me in my private members area where we have live concerts once a month? We could do a membership. In, with an upsell? Absolutely, yeah. You can. I don't you, think I've ever had that functionality. Yeah, no, you, you can. It's just a membership. It's just another product, really. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, no, it's all. It's all. Um, uh, it's it's really seamless. A person just clicks on a button. They have to click on something to complete their order. So yes, it's either yes or, yes or no. Or no. Mm-hmm. And you get a lot of people saying yes. My upsell rates and and they've historically been high. You know, it's not uncommon for my customers, people implementing my strategies, to see thirty percent or more um, on the upsells. It's not going to happen for everyone, but that's like kind of normal. The, the f- definition of money on the table. It's yeah. like the definition of yeah. money on the table. Yeah, and we're usually talking about around a. Th- I like a three x upsell. So if you're selling an album for ten bucks, let's do the upsell for thirty. Um, yeah, and so you're and talking about sell for what. 
the down sell for I might go seven. You know, it's really just a little absolutely no friction product, you know, like yeah, a yeah. lyric book, something something that's easy to say yes to. And there's a this is a funny thing to sort of articulate, but when passing on that offer, there's almost a little bit of a loss that is happening subconsciously. You know, they oh yeah. they're not gonna get the thing. Um and then so when they go to the down sell, okay, well this is easy to you know, it's it, it's not just easy right, to say right, yes to they no, want it's to like say asking yes. Somebody for plans and they say no and then the next time you ask them to go to lunch, they're like, Oh, I really want to say yes. <laughs> A little, a little bit, but it's so easy because you just ask for 30 bucks and it's almost like their brain exploded a little, you know, I mean, 30 bucks is not brain exploding material, but you know, it's, it's, um, there, if they said no, it's like that thought rattled around in their head for a second and kind of hurt when they said no. And so now, oh, seven bucks. Oh, sure. That's so easy to say yes to You know, it becomes even more likely that they, they, they take you up on it. So, um, I, I see the I see the upsells coming through a, a lot. I mean, that's huge. That's a huge difference in my life. My website, funnel, music store, email marketing, the checkout, and that's kind of what we're talking about now is the multiple types of checkout forms. Yeah, it usually doubles your sales. You know, so if you if you get a hundred people through, and again, I'm just making the math easy. These conversion ten uh, percent, it happens, but it's a high conversion rate. Um, so you might experience less. But let's say a hundred people come through, ten uh, people buy your album for ten bucks, you make a hundred hundred dollars. Uh, but now thirty percent, I'm going to make the math easy. Let's say thirty three percent, which happens all the time. By the thirty the thirty dollar thing, you just made you know an, an, another. Well, thirty three percent you made. What's say like fifteen percent of the of rest of those people of the seven took the you know what I mean took the the down sell. Yeah, you're true, your true. Money. You're double exactly. Yes, you're right. Um, so you almost certainly would double your money because of the down sell. I didn't even think about that. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a huge deal that most musicians kind of just stop. They fall short, but you were wasting. It's it's valuable. Yeah, and real for estate. an album release, I want to get them all. So like for my funnel, I'm just thinking out loud. Like we're releasing an album this summer. It's the first album we've released in three years. And I would even do like a, you usually like do 20 bucks or 25 bucks or something. We're kind of ambitious, I guess, mm-hmm. or I don't know if I have no shame or ambitious. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, but we do 20 bucks or 25 bucks, 27 bucks signed almost always, you know, it's only can get it signed. And then I'd like to do a, I like to do a bump right there. Mm-hmm. Some sort of check, check box that goes perfectly. Totally. Then an upsell for the super fans and then a downsell to like assuage that loss. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like well, a like a little small thing. A nice way of our, um, making the bump sell like clear, like how you would use it, because probably a lot of people are going like, what's the difference between the bump offer and the upsell? And why would yeah, I use point. one versus the other? The bump offer. Sorry, my dog. My dog didn't like that. <laughs> He's yawning, <laughs> yawning in the background. He's bored of hearing me talk just like my family. Um, but but uh, the the bump offer is like, let's say you're buying uh, again, you can use it in so many ways, but I don't think of it so much as an upsell as much as an enhancer. So I wouldn't yes, go hand by hand. It's a it's a hand in hand sell. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say buy my album and also buy my box set as the bump offer. No, I would no. say buy my album or for you know ten bucks more you can get an autograph copy with an autograph picture or something like that. Yeah, we would do like buy my album and then the bump might be a lyric book re- that goes hand in hand with sure, it. The bump yes, might yes. be the the matching T shirt, the yeah, matching poster. Then exactly. the upsells the full box set if you can get that together. Yeah. And then to me, the downsell can be like a special sticker, a signed eight by ten, you know, something that you could ship that you're not shipping 
separately. Totally. That you could throw in with the CD, maybe even like a live inexpensive CD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes people copy. do just digital because, you know, they don't often have printed copies of everything. Um, you know, what you ha- you have options. A lot easier to fulfill. And it's very easy too on the checkout form. So, you, you know, you've got a CD and you've got vinyl and you've got digital. You can, you can create, you can add all three of each one would be added as its own product, but you can add each product to that checkout form. So they just tick a radial on which one they want. You know, yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Or even you could use them in different spots. You can, you could, bump the cd uh, bump the vinyl buy the cd and the vinyl you could upsell the vinyl i mean i i love these options and you start when you really dive into it you start to think if you can get your head in the customer of like psychologically where are you and like what's our logic here you know with the bump and with the upsell but just having all that available for each funnel is awesome i'm very excited to uh i'm very excited to dive in here it's a little overwhelming because it's definitely work but it's like the good work. Yeah, I, I want you in there, man. I, I really do. Like I, I was, I, I'm, I've been bummed that you haven't been in there because you, you're, you're my star student, man. Like, oh, and we're it, gonna, we got, we're gonna make it happen. I literally have just been touring. This is yeah. crazy. Just create a and funnel. Could, just create one little funnel and see what happens. You, you'll, you'll, you'll love it instantly. I'm sure. Um, I'm very excited. But and I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm excited for that, and I'm really excited to be able to maybe drop some. Some monthly expenses would be so cool. Sure, sure. That would be. Um, so I'm looking at the clock and, you know, anytime we talk, it's very easy for us to go on for like four hours. Um, but we can't. <laughs> Nobody else wants that. Um, but uh, I, we can go for like 10 more minutes. Um, so let's I'm just kind of starting the, the clock there. But fire any more questions that you have at me. But let's be conscious of the fact that we might need to go a little rapid fire and get as much out as we can. What, I mean, what I, else I, are you I, wondering about the platform? I'm, I want to just try it. I feel like I'm going to have more questions. Mm. After, I, mean, I might not even not. I mean, like, I'm ready to go do this for myself. I'm sorry. I'm looking at all of your stuff. I'm going to I'm going to go grab the the pro and just figure all of this out in a good way. I love I love learning new tools. Sometimes it makes me think of something a little bit differently and that you've designed it and I've gone through Music Man- Marketing Manifesto multiple times. To me, to me, it looks like um, there's a lot of training in here too, especially there on a ton the, of training the, in there. The landing side, not necessarily on the traffic side. Yeah, so cool. I do want to draw that distinction. It's not a marketing course, and it is an agnostic platform. You can use it for anything. You think I'm a you you, you a, a tool and you don't like what I'm all about as a marketing coach that doesn't matter this is not just a tool that exists to facilitate music marketing manifesto theory or whatever it it definitely does um shortcut that that process of doing everything that I teach in my marketing courses but it's it's it is agnostic you don't have to subscribe to anything that i say you want to put all of your eggs in the streaming basket and never sell a thing it's still a fantastic platform for you every but every musician needs a website it's just a matter of do you want one that has built-in tools to help it pay for itself or do you want a sort of static website that doesn't really do anything even the websites have squeeze pages and sales pages and upsells you know and, and all of that um uh, functionality built into it. So, so the hope here is, and you can't make guarantees about these kinds of things, but the hope here is that anybody who uses this is going to experience an uptick in sales that will help ultimately pay for itself. Um, because it's got those tools built into it. It's designed to do that. This is not a static 
platform. It can be one, but it's a platform with purpose. It's a, I think of it as sort of the smart website builder for musicians. Um, but there is a there is a there is a wall up there between marketing training and theory and the platform itself. I offer a ton of training. Um, the learning center is is deep and I I'm, I just added two videos yesterday. I'm always adding stuff to it. Like I say, I, I, I want this to be the best platform of its kind in the world. I'm putting a lot of stock into this. I'm putting a lot of energy into this and um, uh, I, I, I man the inbox a lot these days, just really wanting to understand what people are experiencing yeah. and making tutorials and training and, and, and even new funnel strategies if people need them whenever, um, whenever somebody writes in with some question or some comment or some feedback that makes sense. So, but, but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're the, my courses like music marketing manifesto, um, 5.0 and now the, and the insider circle, that's where I, that's where I make you a marketing expert. Um, this platform, you'll, you'll pick up some of that, but it's, it's not a, um, training course. It's a, it's you know, a I, tool. I think it's an interesting point because like there are different ways to market. Like you can pay, which I, I, I think that's awesome. If you do pay a PR, I want to mm-hmm. do that too. Pay a PR firm and pay a radio firm and drive traffic in general towards awareness of an artist. And maybe they'll find something. I think there's like a central myth that so many artists buy into that's worth just going into again for a minute, I probably said it on your podcast in the past, which is like, I call it, if they build it, you, um, if you yeah. build it, they will come yeah. like the field of dreams. And it's, it's a myth as in totally. you, if you put your music on Bandcamp, what that means is your music's on Bandcamp. That's all it means. That's yeah. the end of the meaning of that. You know, like go, go put it on a platform and watch what happens without driving traffic. It's the main lesson I've learned. And it seems weirdly obvious and intuitive and yet it's pervasive. Totally. Which is like, you know, I think this represents the that that's what makes it so different than a band camp, you know, or or somewhere you could just throw music and sit. The 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 entire thing is designed to do what I've tr- been trying to do with my life, what I do with my life, which is to make new fans and to then monetize those fans. Not in a bad way. I think like to me, when people get turned off by marketing, I get confused because the best marketing puts is solving problems on both sides, you know, like I'm not going to have a music customer for life if they buy my music thing for 20 or $30 and are very disappointed. You know what I mean? Sure. Like good marketing is a win for me. And if it's not a win for the customer, that's not a future customer. So it's like, I I sort of touched on this earlier where I said it sort of sells itself at, at that point, you know, you're just marketing. I mean, I can't fairly say that marketing is not selling because, of course, it, it is technically selling. But really, marketing, good marketing, is just the act of unearthing or, or it's connecting a pre-existing desire to you to what it is that you are offering. You know, and and what all you're really doing is pointing out how you have exactly what they already want. You know, sometimes there's some education there, but there's always some pre-existing deeper need. You know, or whatever it is we're selling music. And I think I think a lot of people I've, I've made this point a lot, but a lot of people, they get into this stuff and then they jump on the Internet marketing gurus out there and try to learn more. And that's OK. I learned all my stuff that way as well. Me too. Um, I've done that whole thing. But there's there's a there's a huge problem there, you know, and I see people misstepping in the and they they follow it to hook, line and sinker and selling. It's not the same as most products. Not, it's just not because those people are all focused on. 
we're talking about the big email marketers, the big, they're focused on things that touch a uh, primal want and need in a different way than music does. Yeah. Weight loss. Well, they're love, they're they're basically divorce. finding a problem and they're agitating pain. Um, we're that's not we're doing the opposite. Of exactly, that. we're tapping into pre-existing passion and interest, and so all we need to do is is demonstrate to fans, and we can do this in a number of ways, but demonstrate that we are exactly what it is that they already love. Yeah, whether whether that's that we represent the same tribe that they psychologically sort of, you know, subscribe to, whether or not it's that we have a particular skill that they admire or respect, right. whether or it's we're that we're similar to something that they already dig a lot. A yeah, lot or, we're, or we're a nice person and they like the communication that they have with us. I mean, reciprocity is a big part of this. We it's form a lot them. of our it's a lot of our fandom. Absolutely. Is people like, man, I was just so glad. Somebody responded at all. Totally. It's huge. It's it's why your audience. That's why touring works. That's why a lot of music works. I think it's worth saying to your audience in general, like I'm very confident and I know you are too. There are enough people in the world to support a lot of different music careers. Like I make a living in music and nobody's ever heard of us. You know what I mean? Like you taught me that, like you can be your weird little famous totally in your famous in in a bubble in the bubble and it's cool you know what i mean nobody recognizes us until we're at a show and then everybody recognizes us i think those walls are going to become taller and taller in all aspects of the industry as as time goes on we are all the algorithms are so good you know that we can i do this all the time i'm so into certain topics and i follow them and and then the algorithms know i'm into so they it's feed so me small they, it's it can be we might be seeing the last of the true rock stars uh, i you think know. yeah I, I think john I think mayer so. might be the end <laughs> can that can that not be because um, no it is it's john and taylor swift it's john and taylor and that's the end john right. <laughs> oh god i'm gonna have you to in the last one do you some just soul missed searching it by like a few years yeah yeah well i've been arguing rock and roll's dead for a long time it, yeah it, well uh, I, uh, lester bangs was arguing it was dead and almost famous in 1972 right, right so we've all been arguing dude i'm excited man i'm ready to hop on myself I don't know if we sold anybody here, but um, uh, you sold me. I'm, <laughs> oh, cool. I'm going. Well, I think I think that's a good time to sign off, and I'm glad to hear it. But I also really want to thank you for taking time out of out of your day to help me with this. This is exactly what I wanted it to be—just a real, authentic, organic conversation with all of the excitement and energy that you always bring to every conversation that we have. Um, I think I think this has been fantastic. I'm so happy not to release the podcast episode I have recorded on my hard drive right now <laughs> and instead go with this one. So thank you very much. If it's you guys, if you guys want to um, listen to some pretty great music from a very smart uh, musician who is doing a fantastic job with this, as he said, like half a million dollars in revenue. Was that that 2021? Was it? It was that was our last best year in 2019. Oh, in tw- oh 2019, our last best year. Got it. Um, so a very smart. So the pandemic obviously like kind of kicked you guys in the butt a little bit. Um, we did all right. We were the 75th highest streamer in, internationally, according to Polestar. Nice, but it was nice. not as easy to make money. Yeah, sure, sure. Well, anyway, a very smart um, uh, musician who works very hard and makes some great music. Um, check out The Empty Pockets. Where, where should they go? Where should they? TheEmptyPockets.com. Yeah, just go to TheEmptyPockets.com with a the in the beginning. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, TheEmptyPockets.com. So, all right. Um, thank you very much, Josh. Any final words uh, for the people before we go? 
Give it a try. Give it a try. It's, it feels like work, but it's permanent work. It's not like mowing your lawn. It doesn't grow back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Set sure. it up and, and that part's set up and you just get to grow from there. It's easier than it looks. All right. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for that in, endorsement there. And uh, thank you for your, your help today, Josh. See you, John. All right. Take care. All right. Once again, that was Josh Solomon from The Empty Pockets. Thank you so much, Josh, for taking the time out of your day. And as he just mentioned, if you want to check out some really great music from uh, a really great hardworking band, go to TheEmptyPockets.com. And if you like what you heard here today and you want to try TunePipe, then head on over to TunePipe.com. Take the free trial. You can kick the tires and see what it's all about. Uh, See if it's right for you. I, I sincerely believe that this platform can will make a huge impact on just about every music career that gives it a go. Uh, I I personally love it, and I mean that sincerely. And it exists because it was needed in this space for all the reasons that we outlined today. So give it a try. Go build your first funnel to market your music. Build a better website. Build a better store. Uh, create a membership site that you charge fans uh, for access to while saving uh, that money that you'd otherwise pay to other services. Save yourself money across the board and uh, uh, hopefully increase the revenue that you make from your music, which will uh, hopefully more, much more than cover the, uh, the very small expense of uh, TunePipe. All right. If you have any questions, you can always send an email to john and musicmarketingmanifesto.com. Always here to help. Otherwise, thank you for listening uh, to this episode of the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Music Marketing Manifesto podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can market your music using the direct-to-fan strategies discussed on this show, then head on over to musicmarketingmanifesto.com and sign up for your free copy of the Music Marketing Blueprint. Once again, that's musicmarketingmanifesto.com.